Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hey, I'm Jim Richards, and I want to welcome you today, joining me with Impact Cyber Church. Today, you're going to church with people all over the world. And you know, the great thing is, you can come in your underwear, you know, wherever you are. You can sit there across your dining room table. We got people that go to church in their hot tub. We got people that use this in their eye groups or in their Bible study groups. We got people that use this for their midweek services. I'm going to tell you something. We're providing ministry for you wherever you are and however it works. If you're a truck driver on the road, man, and you can get this online a dozen different ways because we want to bless you, we want to shrink you. You know, today we're going to start talking about experiencing your miracle. As a matter of fact, today we're talking about the fact that you were created for the miraculous and that the only thing that can keep you from having a miracle is this when you get in the way of God. God created you to live in the miraculous. So, man, get ready, strap yourself in because here we're going. Remember, this message is always available at impactministries.com. I've got an exciting free message I want to give you called Tomorrow's Miracle Today. It's all about entering into that miracle that you're waiting for today. It's going to bless you. It's going to move you where you want to be in the miraculous. You know, I love the miraculous of God, but I don't know that we really understand the miraculous. And sadly, when you start talking about the miraculous, people really want to go somewhere strange. You know, right off the bat, people want to jump into a laying on of hands or, you know, the prayer of faith or moving mountains or that kind of thing. But you know what? I want you to grasp God's laws for the miraculous, how God makes miraculous things happen, and really how the miraculous becomes not so miraculous, if you understand what I'm saying. Now, to really get this and to really get to the place to where the miraculous is always a possibility, is always within reach to us, we've got to start with some foundational realities. If we don't start with these foundational realities, you know, uh, it's like I tell people all the time, without a proper foundation and you're trying to get into the miraculous, it's like trying to build a skyscraper on a foundation of mud. It's going to sink and it doesn't matter how good you build the building, doesn't matter if you got all the right building material, it's just going to sink. The foundation is what holds the building and makes the building stable and strong. And so today we're talking about the fact that we are created for the miraculous. But in order to connect to this, in order to really understand what this means, we've really got to go all the way back to creation. Now listen, one of the things that you can realize about God, God is always consistent, and he never violates his word or his laws that he has established in anything that he does. Once God establishes a law within the universe, that law is absolute, and anything he does, he operates within that law. Otherwise, we would be surrounded by contradictions, and it would be impossible to know God. Everything would become mystical, and really, to know what to expect to God would mean every situation. You had to seek God and try to figure out what his will was this time. But you know something? That's how most people approach it. Most people think every time I need something from God, every time I need something phenomenal to happen in my life, I just got to check with God and see if, if it's really going to be his will this time. No, let me tell you something. 
it not only is it always His will, always. Now, you know, sadly, death came into the world. Sadly, people are going to die. People you love are going to die. You know, unless Jesus returns, we're all going to die. Well, our body's going to die. We're not going to die because we're not our body. You know, this morning I was praying and meditating and communing with the Lord. You know, I was just experiencing myself in Him. Once I experience myself in Him, I lose consciousness of the fact that I have a body. I lose consciousness of time. I lose consciousness of everything except the fact that I am in Him and I'm alive in Him. And I remember this morning as I was praying and meditating, I remember thinking, I am not my body. You know something? That is so incredibly liberating when you realize you are not your body. And when you stop thinking that you are your body, you're going to find yourself catapulted even more deeply into the realm of the miraculous. Now, Romans 1.19 is one of the cornerstone scriptures that we use for what we call heart physics. Many of you who have been watching me for a long time, you're familiar with heart physics. You know that this is something we do where we teach people how to deal with the beliefs of the heart because, you know, you have to renew your mind. We're not rejecting intellectual information. You have to renew your mind. But at the same time, there's a part of your mind, the analytical mind, where we set up these boundaries and these expectations and these opinions And this keeps us from really being able to deal with our heart and being able to deal with the deeper aspects of our beliefs and this sort of thing. So we want to renew our mind based on the Word of God. And then we want to, from our heart, want to be able to believe the truth and bypass our critical thinking, our analytical mind. Now, Romans 1.19 tells us this. It says, For since the creation of the world... And by the way, you know, if you watched the program last month, you know that with the Big Bang Theory, thousands of years of false science was completely eradicated. Because for thousands of years, mystics and then ultimately scientists had said that the universe was eternal. It had no beginning or no end. And of course, scientists want to believe those things because that helps justify atheism. But with the Big Bang Theory came the reality that no, This universe was created at one point in time, which means it had a beginning. And of course, if it had a beginning, somebody had to begin it. So we have a creation of the world. So for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So one of the things that we come to realize is the invisible attributes of God can be understood by the things that can be seen. In other words, the laws of physics. Now, keep in mind, most of what we have believed about the laws of physics has only been partially accurate. You know, Newtonian physics, the laws of cause and effect, uh, only work in large matter. But that is not what happens in the realm of the invisible. That's Newtonian physics is totally inaccurate when it comes to the subatomic world. And what you start realizing is when we start understanding how things were actually created, how things actually work, we actually get to see all kinds of things about who God is, how He functions. So God works within these natural laws that He created, and He never violates the natural laws. The miraculous is not when God violates a natural law, 
The miraculous is when God operates a natural law that is beyond our understanding or beyond what we're willing to understand. Now, it's very important to understand, when we talk about the miraculous, sometimes you're talking about having to create a new organ in your body. Sometimes you're talking about having to restructure cells. Sometimes you're talking about, you know, having to do things that seem to defy nature, that seem to have to come from nowhere. Well, I want you to understand something. Matter doesn't come from nothing, but it does come from something that's invisible. You know, Hebrews 11.3 tells us this. It says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that that which is seen is made from that which is unseen. Now, I find great comfort in the fact that this physical world was not made from nothing. This physical world was made from something that was unseen. And that unseen is not only present in the physical world, but it's present in my physical body. It's present in every aspect of life. And when the more I can understand about this unseen realm the more I can understand about how God created the world and the more I can connect with how God can create a miracle in me. You know, the more we understand quantum physics and quantum mechanics, the more we realize that this new science supports the Word of God unlike anything that has ever, ever, ever been taught in the scientific realm. Now, when the earth was created, the earth was, you know, God spoke this into being. And so there were two things that were present when God spoke the universe into being. There was information and there was power. And power by itself is useless unless power has information. And one of the most interesting things about the information that was breathed into planet earth is the fact that the earth had within it the force or the ability to bring forth life from itself. Listen to this. In Genesis 1-2, it says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Well, that word void, according to some ancient Hebrew scholars, basically says that, yes, it, it can mean that there was nothing there. It can mean a lot of things. But many ancient Hebrew scholars believe that word void means it was filled with the building blocks of matter. Now, that's kind of interesting. So God speaks, and the building blocks of matter are within the realm of what He spoke. Well, you know what? This fits right into what we understand in quantum science. We understand that when God spoke everything into existence, that all probabilities existed. In other words, what God spoke into existence not only had power, but it had information so that anything that needed to come forth, anything that needed to be created, all that existed, all the information and all the power was already there. All we had to do was to collapse that into a reality. Listen, I'll be right back with more. Well, this is November. I don't know of a more appropriate series to bring you than this new series called The Miraculous Power of Thankfulness. I am telling you, God has just exploded this in my heart. It's nothing new. It's stuff I've taught over the years, but things that I have developed, that I have seen, and that God has added to in ways that I never, never understood in the past. Listen, I want to take you to a true Thanksgiving this year where through thankfulness, you manifest the miraculous power of God. All right, so I hope you're not having trouble getting this concept. When God spoke the universe into being, 
all the power and all of the information that would ever be needed to create anything else in this realm came into being. And so anytime we are seeking to experience the miraculous, anytime we need a miracle, whether we're trying to create a new organ, whether we're trying to open blind eyes, no matter what the miracle is that we need, we're not trying to create something from nothing. We are actually bringing that which is invisible into a material form. And you know what? That's exactly what faith does. But I want to show you something really, really unique. Genesis 1.11 says this, and the Bible says it more than one place, but it says, Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields fruit, and the fruit tree, or the, uh, the yield seed rather, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so, and the earth brought forth. Now it's really interesting here. There were many aspects of life. In verse 24 of Genesis, it talks about the earth bringing forth living creatures. Now there were many animals that God created. God made them. The Bible says he made them. We know that God made man. He made our body out of the dust of the earth, but then he breathed the spirit of life into us, much like what happened when he created the world. But the point is this, planet Earth had built into it the capacity to bring about physical life from itself. In other words, from uh, the life, the power, the information that God had programmed into it. Now, if you're ever around any New Agers or, or people who are trying to sound all cool, you'll, they'll talk about a universal intelligence. And it's really easy to be critical of that, but the real truth is the Bible does tell us that God spoke forth a universal wisdom or universal intelligence into the world that programmed all of the energy wherewith He created all things. Listen, this Proverbs 3.19 says this, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. It goes on to say in Proverbs 8, 26, is while as yet he had made nothing, the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world, when he prepared the heavens, I, wisdom is saying, I was there. It says in verse 29, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. So wisdom, see, there was something that God brought into being before the Big Bang, before He spoke all of this into existence, and that is wisdom. He brought the wisdom of His own heart and mind into His creation so that wisdom was alive, interacting with the energy that He spoke into being. Now, this just gets beyond what we can grasp in just a few minutes of a program like this, but this is very, very absolute scientifically based Word of God. And we know based on quantum science that this is exactly what happened, that there was an organizing wisdom in the power of creativity. Now, God created human beings much like the earth. Like the earth, man has within himself the ability to bring forth a degree of life. Now, we know that the spirit aspect of a man is a unique creation of God. 
But your physical body is, in fact, the creation of your parents. You know, I've told people this for years. Is Golly, it makes some people mad. But I've told people, look, you know, God only created two people, Adam and Eve. Everybody else was created by their parents. You see, if God was still creating us, there would never be any birth defects. There would never be any genetic problems. Babies wouldn't come into the world, you know, with sickness and disease, the way that happens. And, you know, what's really interesting is this. See, my theory about the miraculous is this. My theory about health and healing is this. I heard Dr. Joel Wallach say this one time. I thought this was the best way to say it, is the first rule to getting healthy is stop stepping on the landmines. Now, I'd always said it just a little bit different. The first rule of getting healthy is stop killing yourself. Now, Dr. Joel Wallach, who has done groundbreaking research, and of course, he's been criticized by the system because the system's all about making money. But I tell you, he has been vindicated in all of his research. He basically says there is no such thing as genetic diseases. He says what we call genetic diseases were pretty much eradicated in veterinary medicine. And the reason it's not eradicated in humans is because there's money in sickness. And big pharma wants people to need drugs. They want people to need medication. They want people to need these things. But that genetic diseases are, in fact, malnutrition that occurs in the mother in the first several weeks of pregnancy. Now, man, I've seen some parents go crazy when they hear that. They say, are you saying that I made my baby this way? No, I'm saying you live in a world where it's hard to get good food. I'm saying you live in a world where sinful, greedy, corrupt people have corrupted almost everything on planet Earth. I'm saying that you didn't know better. I'm saying you've been lied to by the medical system. You've been lied to by the government. You've been lied to by every commercial that tries to sell you something because you didn't have access to decent food, decent water, and clean air. And that's how your baby was born with a genetic problem. You know, the world was generally originally created just really where sickness almost couldn't exist. Uh, Dr. Carl Ball and some other scientists got together and built a hyperbolic chamber and made it much like what they could understand that the atmosphere of planet Earth would have been like in the beginning. And um, they found that uh, plants grew incredibly rapid in this hyperbolic chamber. They found that if you cut yourself or injured yourself, you heal at a supernatural rate. They even put a copperhead snake. And if you know what that is, I'm a country boy. I grew up around copperheads and water moccasins and cotton mouth. Well, a copperhead is a poisonous snake that we have here in the South. They put a, a copperhead snake in one of these hyperbolic chambers. And after a few days, its venom was no longer poisonous. See, God never really created the world to be full of chaos. Whereas man brought this into being. Man made this happen. Man brought the earth to where it is today. God, That was not God's doing. It wasn't God's plan. But the most important thing is this. Even in this world that is corrupted, your body is designed to get well. And the main thing that we have to do is we have to stop killing ourselves. We have to get out of the way, and then we need to cooperate with the wisdom of God. Let me tell you, you know, I've done crusades around the world. Most of you know this. I've seen almost every kind of 
a miracle you can imagine. I've seen four or five people raised from the dead. I've seen blind eyes open, uh, you know, probably in, maybe in the hundreds. I've seen cripples get up and walk. I've seen deaf people get their hearing. I've seen tumors, cancers go away. I've seen leprosy go away. I mean, you name it, I've seen it in these crusades around the world, in these third world countries. But I'll tell you this, day in, day out, in a place like America where people are programmed to unbelief, people are programmed to be hardened, people are programmed to resist the gospel, the way most people get healed in America that I've seen is by yielding to the wisdom of God. You see, your body and the world will always bring forth life unless we get in the way. And so the key is recognizing, you know, first of all, I want you to understand something. If you are born again, now if you've never given your life to Jesus, if you have never believed on him, this doesn't apply to you, but you know what? You can instantly enter into this by surrendering your life to Jesus. If you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus, you go on my website to Creation to Calvary, and I'll walk you through step by step how you can be born again, how you can enter into this relationship with God where you, where you experience the forgiveness of your sins, where you experience the unconditional love of God. Just that in itself is an incredible healing or releases an incredible healing phenomenon. But I want you to know, as a born-again believer, the Spirit of God is inside you. The Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you, seeking to always give life to your natural body. Well, besides that, this universe that God created, it was programmed with God's wisdom. So unless we pervert it, unless we mess up the natural world around us, and we, you know, we do that by pollution, and we do that by a lot of means that we don't intend to, but still, you've got the wisdom and the life of God around you. You've got the wisdom and the life of God in you that is trying to bring you to a place to experience the miraculous. Now, sadly, we want the miraculous to be where we just, you know, squint our eyes and believe real hard and bam, God just jumps on us and makes something happen. But you know what? I want to teach you how to enter into the miraculous in a way that's a little more probable than that. I want to show you how to enter into the miraculous in a way where it's more consistent outcome than that. I want to show you how to cooperate with the miraculous of God. I want to show you what the Bible says about establishing your heart, about renewing your mind, about the power of thankfulness, the power of attitudes. I want to show you how to align your life with the supernatural life and power of God so that every area of your life, whether it's finances, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, you can find your way into God's promises. You know something? In our heart physics program that we taught last October, you know, one of the things that we taught, uh, really the whole topic was how to bring about immediate results now. You see, if we'll get out of the way and align ourselves with God's Word, with God's wisdom, no matter what you're facing, 
You can have an attitude problem. You can have unforgiveness. You can be angry about something. And you know what? You can go sit down. You can get in touch with your heart. You can connect with God. 20 minutes later, you can get up, and that's over. Well, that's a battle for most people. That's a lifetime battle. And if you're struggling with health, you're struggling with sickness and fatigue and weakness, you know what you can do to leave the past behind you and have a brand new beginning, even in your physical body. Don't go away. I'll be right back with my mentoring moment. It's going to help you. In my new series, The Miraculous Power of Thankfulness, I'm going to show you how to look down into the future to the miracle that you need and bring it to your world today. Listen, this is going to transform your life. As you know by now, if you've read my book, Apocalypse, Jesus just gave us two or three things that were absolutely essential as we prepared for the tribulation, as we prepared to be overcomers in the tribulation. And one of the things that he told us to do is to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. Listen, folks, I know times are hard. I know people are facing challenges, but I got news for you. We need to keep taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. I want to invite you to be a world changer. You say, what is a world changer? A world changer is someone who helps us change the way the world sees God. Because the Bible says that when people see God as He is, when they stop seeing Him as the problem, when they stop seeing Him as a source of pain, when they stop seeing Him as the one who's bringing all the tribulation to the world, it says they'll see Him as He is. It says then they're going to love Him. Then they're going to worship Him. Join our world changer family and help us change the way the world sees God. All right, I'm going to begin to take you on a journey this month and you know, you'll get this just out, of, just out of these cyber church broadcasts that we do, but you can dive into it in the series even more if you want to. But I want to take you on this journey that starts with recognizing that the life of God for every miracle you need is already inside you. As a matter of fact, I want you to come to that place where you're never feeling like you're trying to get something from God, but that the Holy Spirit in you has brought all the life of God in you, and that literally the life of God God surrounds you on every plane of your existence. And so I want you to just start reminding yourself. I want you to start thinking along the lines that receiving your miracle is not about getting something you don't have, but receiving your miracle is about harmonizing with what God has already given you. And I'm going to teach you how to harmonize with the Holy Spirit as He manifests life. I'm going to teach you how to harmonize with the wisdom of God as, as He leads you and moves you through how you're going to experience your specific healing. I'm going to take you down a path where you harmonize with all that Jesus has already done for you through His death, burial, and resurrection. And this is going to be a journey of Put off, put on, putting off that which is not working, putting off that which is killing you, putting off that which is bringing pain in your life, renewing your mind, and putting on the truth about what you already have in Jesus, putting on the reality of God's healing for you. Listen, I hope you'll forward this message to other people. Send them a link. Let them watch this. If you know people who are struggling, who are fighting with health, be sure they get the free CD that we're sending out about this. But send them this link. Listen, we want to see people get healed. We want to see people come out of their financial bondage. We want to see people come into life in its fullness. And you can be a part of that by sharing these messages with your friends and with your neighbors. I'll see you next week. 
thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.